0: Welcome to another edition of the weekend review on Sig Daddy's Wrestling Show. I'm your host, Skyler Sig Daddy Sigman, and I hope you all had a wonderful and safe Thanksgiving. I had a good one. Didn't get too full this time, but that's all right. That's all right. Play it safe instead of going into a food coma. You have to sit down and enjoy some time with your family. I hope you all enjoyed time with your family. However it was, via Zoom, Skype, whatever, or actually in person. I just hope you all stayed safe. Let's get this thing kicked off. All right. The first bit of news, it's really happy, happy news. We all need that happy news in this time. Uh, Announced today, via social media, Asia Smith and NXT North American champion Leon Ruff. They are now engaged to be married. Congrats to the happy couple. Always great to see something positive coming out of this year. Wish them nothing but the best in their future. Leon Ruff, currently the uh, NXT North American champion, while Asia Smith is a WWE official. Flip side Devon Dudley revealed on his podcast, the uh, Table Talk podcast that he's been having some health issues, saying, quote, hanging in there. I've had some health issues, but I'm hanging in there. Wish nothing but the best to Devon Dudley. Wish him the best. Hopefully he gets back to great health here sooner rather than later. A legend in the tag team wrestling realm. A legend in the wrestling realm. Many, many tag teams won with uh, Bubba Ray, Brother Ray, Bully Ray, Whatever you want to call him. And definitely was one of the pioneers of tag team wrestling. Especially with the tables, ladders, and chairs. And uh, ladder matches back in the day. Mainly tables, ladders, and chairs. And one of the kings of the tables. Wish him the best. Hoping he gets back to good health here soon. And a Steiner. Came out of... uh, Something we haven't heard in quite a while. A Steiner getting a WWE tryout. According to a report from the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Bronson Rex Steiner, the son of Rick Steiner, received a WWE tryout. He recently had a WWE tryout. That is interesting. He was recently released by the Baltimore Ravens uh, back in August, and now he is pursuing wrestling, which is quite interesting because his uncle, Scott, does not have the greatest history with WWE. If you remember the stuff from 2002, well, his run from 2002 to 2004, early 2004, it wasn't all that great. Didn't go all that great. And Scott, he doesn't want to be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, but good for a Bronson here. Hopefully, it leads to him getting a contract. That'd be cool to see a Steiner back in WWE. We haven't seen one since, what, 2004. So, that'll be cool to see. Hopefully, it results in something. Hopefully, he gets in the world of professional wrestling. That'd be cool if not, hypothetically speaking here, if he was able to get back in, get into AEW. I'm not saying, I'm not being this, these one of those people says, AEW should sign everybody. I'm not saying that. It would just be kind of cool to see him on a television show that is on the same network that both his uncle and his dad appeared on. I just think that would be a pretty cool thing, but... We'll we'll see. We'll see if he ends up with WWE. Maybe it's uh, it'll be a further down the line kind of thing. Maybe he works some indies. But interesting, interesting stuff. As we speak, Raw is currently going on, and uh, according to Wrestling Observer Radio, Braun Strowman was reported to have an injury last week. It is now confirmed. And as of now, he is not expected to compete at tables, ladders, and chairs. So we'll see what happens there with Braun Strowman. There was talk and rumor that he could be penciled in as a participant in the match against Drew McIntyre at TLC coming up here in December. We'll see how that uh, plays out because tonight it's, well, it was or it is, Keith Lee versus Matt Riddle versus AJ Styles to, deter- to determine the number one contender for the WWE Championship. Number one contender for Drew McIntyre's WWE Championship coming up at tables, ladders, and chairs. But we'll see. They said he's currently penciled into the spot, but it's not expected to uh, uh, hold. Because. Well, he's injured, so we'll see how that plays out. TLC is expected to take place on December 20th. Uh, Some of the matches that they're teasing or whatever, they're not booked yet, but Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns for the WWE Universal Championship, which is interesting because about three years ago, these two had a match at the Royal Rumble back in 2017 with Chris Jericho in a shark cage. They had a pretty good match there. They had a really good match there. It'd be interesting to see what they could do with the TLC stipulation. It's also looking like Lana and um, Nia Jax, not Lana and Nia Jax, but Lana and Asuka are going to become a tag team, taking on Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax for the Women's Tag Team Championships at TLC. Sasha Banks and Carmella for the SmackDown Women's Championship are just a, just a few matches, that they're kind of teasing for tables, ladders, and chairs. Some stuff coming up this week, though. A pay-per-view coming up this week for NXT. Well, it's an NXT TakeOver, and that's War Games. That's coming up this Saturday on the WWE Network. And, well, of course, you love love it when William Regal says, War Games, every time. It's great. You can just put William Regal on a reel saying, War Games. All the time. And I am doing a terrible, terrible William Regal impression. But War Games. Um, coming up this Saturday, it'll be Team Shotzi, Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Moon, Rhea Ripley, and another competitor to be announced against Team Candice. Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez, and Tony Storm in a War Games match. And the another War Games match coming up this weekend. The Undisputed Era, Adam Cole, baby. Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick Strong, and Bobby Fish taking on Pat McAfee, Pete Dunn, Danny Burch, and Oney Lorcan in a War Games match. A triple threat match is planned for that. The newly engaged Leon Ruff defending his North American Championship in a triple threat match against Johnny Gargano and Damian Priest. Also on the card, Dexter Loomis versus Cameron Grimes. So an interesting card for NXT TakeOver, WarGames. Maybe that's the final, uh, I don't know if that's the finalized card, but looks like it's going to be a pretty good show. I'm intrigued by both of the WarGames matches. WarGames matches are usually pretty damn good, and I'm expecting more of the same this coming weekend. And Shotzi Blackheart, you got to give this girl credit, this woman credit. Her character work is fantastic. She is great at hyping up a match. She's probably the best. She's probably one of the best in NXT at promos. I gotta say that. And mark my words in 2021, she will be NXT Women's Champion. But still, this is gonna be a pretty good show. I'm expecting NXT TakeOvers are usually pretty good show, so... I'm expecting more of the same, like I said, for the War Games match is uh, this coming weekend for NXT TakeOver War Games on the WWE Network. I'll have my review up for that on Sunday. Wait a minute. Hold the phone. Hold the phone. Actually, the pay-per-view is taking place on Sunday. I'll have the review up for that on Monday. So expect the weekend review up on Sunday this week. So I'll bring that to you, the weekend review on Sunday, bring it to you early, and then I'll have the NXT TakeOver War Games review, well, WarGames review, up on Monday. And uh, some positive stuff that came out of wrestling this week, uh, other than Leon Ruff getting engaged uh, today to Asia Smith, some positives from the past week uh, up until this Monday night. Honestly, didn't watch much wrestling this last week. I watched Raw and AEW Dynamite. And some positives I saw out of that were John Silver and Adam Page. Silver continues to get better week after week. Adam Page just good. He's just a good dude. And if you see if you watch being the elite, he's teasing joining the Dark Order, which would be a very, very interesting development. I would be all for it. It would be it make it make the Dark Order a feared faction a more feared faction also liked cody's feud with team taz i'm liking that how that's building up taz getting physically involved getting to see him use the taz mission for the first time in what seems like an eternity and uh i liked how cody did a little personal jab at taz's son talking about how he was training with he was training at the nightmare factory Also like that uh, TH2 is getting involved in the tag team title picture. They've been under the radar for for forever. And I'm liking that they're putting them in the tag team title hunt. Hopefully they get some more wins as they uh, get closer to their tag team title shot against the Young Bucks. But it should be fun. It should be fun to see them. They're a high-flying tag team. Probably will work a pretty good match with the Bucks Kind of high flying styles going together, but hopefully they hopefully they get some wins as they head towards that tag team title match. Get some bigger, more high profile wins, and even though they're going to be kind of they're kind of a placeholder for the Bucks FTR rematch, I'm looking forward to seeing them get a match with the Bucks. Um, also, we saw Abaddon's return, and that was following the Hikaru Shida. Title Defense, Women's Title Defense Against Anna J. And Abaddon is a freaky looking character. A freaky looking character that would give me nightmares, probably, if I were 10 years old watching the show. Yeah, it would def she would definitely give me nightmares, but I'm at least liking this. She just showed some fear there. She just showed a lot of fear there. And it means what this fear means is that we're actually we're actually gonna get a story. For the next Hikaru Shida title defense. We're actually going to get a story built up to it. Not just some, oh, to have someone cut a promo a week before saying, oh yeah, I'm going to challenge Shida for the title. And then give him a title shot the next week. No, we're actually going to build this up and get a proper feud between Abaddon and hikaru shida which i'm looking forward to we also saw lance archer show back up on dynamite we hadn't seen him in the ring previously recently but he showed up to help the death triangle but he had his personal issues with eddie kingston that have stemmed back well that have been around for the issues have been going on for quite a while i'll say that they've been going on for quite a while and then we get to see more of the build for mox and omega and that was, it's a heck of, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. that match is going to be a banger next week. A banger this week, I mean. It's going to be, a, it's on Wednesday. And I'm hyped for it. It is going to be a hell of a match to close out the year. Because we had about a month left in December. Month left with December coming up tomorrow. And man, this is gonna be a great match. They should get 30 to 40 minutes on Dynamite and I am so excited for it. Mox versus Omega the build has been fantastic. Kenny playing this arrogant arrogant heel and Moxley getting the revenge on him last week for jumping him in the back. Well yeah well we don't know who jumped Ome- jumped Moxley in the back, but he Moxley's assuming it was Kenny. I'm guessing it's Hangman, but we'll see how that plays out. But uh, it's going to be a fun match next this coming Wednesday on Dynamite. Hopefully you all tune in because it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Also, from Raw last week, it was Riddle versus Sheamus. They had a pretty good match. Some negatives from last week, though. We're going to go with some negatives. Uh, I don't buy Jericho and Hager as a tag team. I still don't. I... I don't get it. I don't really see the dynamic. It, I don't know. I just don't buy Jericho and Hager as a tag team. It's... While I know polar opposites usually work kind of cool together, it was like a Mick Foley-Rock thing. Mick Foley being a, kind of a wacky character of The Rock, being flamboyant, and, well, I don't say wacky. Mick Foley, just, Mick Foley and The Rock being two opposite people pretty much. That worked out pretty well. I just, this Jericho, Hager thing. Hager is too stoic and robotic to really do anything with Jericho. Jericho's trying his damnedest. He's trying his hardest. But I just don't buy it. I've never really bought into Hager. I used to, I, I tried, tried with him back a long time ago when his, in his initial WWE run. I was liking him a little bit, but really he lacks any and all personality. In my opinion, but that's just me. That's just me. Also, I don't buy Lana and Asuka as a tag team either. Why are we having Asuka and Lana in a tag team? No one cares about that. We want to see, as fans, Asuka having badass title defenses. But no, we don't get that. We don't get that. We get a tag team dynamic between Lana and Asuka that it's WWE's best effort to make Lana a face. I I commend them on putting out the effort for it, but I just, I, I can't get behind it. I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but Lana has worked hard. Lana has worked very, very hard, gone through a lot last, in the last year. I just have not bought her as a face really ever, but they're trying very hard with it. They're trying their best, but I just don't see why this needs to happen. Juan and Asuka as a tag team. Why can't we have an actual tag team challenge for the tag team championships instead of some makeshift tag team, which WWE has gone to for about uh, this whole last half decade, it seems like, that they don't really care about tag team wrestling other than the New Day. That's pretty much it. They only care about the New Day and then the Usos sometimes it's tag team wrestling sucks in WWE I'm, I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm just gonna say it tag team wrestling is abysmal in WWE the women's tag team division has been nothing but a joke since the inception of it we thought we had some hope with Bayley and Sasha as champs but they lost those so quickly the Iconics won them did nothing with them which was not by their own fault it's not the Iconics fault it was WWE's booking's fault They creative couldn't find anything for them, and they just sat there with the tag titles, not appearing on any shows, really. Um, Yeah, and then who else won them? Bliss and Cross, they brought brought them back to some notoriety, a little bit. And then it's been, ever since they gave it to Baszler and Jax, it's kind of ran its course. It's definitely ran its course. It ran its course probably a month or two ago. But there are literally no tag teams available, and you're just trying to create tag teams with Peyton Royce and Lacey Evans, which makes no sense. And also, bringing that back, bringing the Iconics back into this conversation, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, why split them up when you just could have had them still as a tag team because you have absolutely no tag teams in the division, pretty much, other than makeshift tag teams. who have Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. And the only other actual tag team in the women's tag team division division is Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan. But nonetheless, that's what we're getting probably at TLC. Asuka versus Oscar and Lana versus Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler for the tag team championships. Whippy? Nope. 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 And one last negative from this past week, was the no finishes on Raw. There was at least three DQ finishes. There was a DQ in the Raw Women's Championship match, which ter- ultimately turned into a tag team championship match. Not tag team championship match, but a tag team match between Asuka and Lana versus Nia Jackson and Shayna Baszler, which Asuka won. And then Lee winning via DQ versus Lashley. That was two of them. And also, there was another match that ended kind of in a no finish where the New Day took on the Hurt Business, uh, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. It was an accident, supposedly, that ended up in a no finish, so they had to restart the match, the Tag Team Championship match, and then the New Day retained, which I don't get, honestly, because I really think here, this is my personal take on it, why not have the Hurt Business win all the gold? That would make them a dominant faction. Have them win all the gold. I would love to see this. This is my vision. My vision is this. It is MVP as the United States Champion. Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin as the Tag Team Champions. The Raw Tag Team Champions. And Bobby Lashley, the WWE Champion. It'd be like Evolution except not all the politicking backstage and triple H having a stranglehold on the championship like he did back in from 2003 to 2005 this would be a cool little thing to do this hasn't been done in forever this is what it need what needs to be done not the two-man power two woman power trip like Bailey and Sasha who had all the gold the women's tag titles raw and Smackdown women's championships no 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 The Hurt Business holding all the gold. Four members holding all the gold on Monday Night Raw. That. That is what I want. Minus the 24-7 championship. That doesn't matter. It's our truth. We can let them keep that. But that's what I want. That's what I personally want. But. We'll probably never see it. I hope we do. But we'll probably never see it. Anyway. I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Weekend Review. Make sure to follow me. Super kick that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, the iHeartRadio app, and many, many other podcasting platforms. And also follow me on Facebook and Twitter at SigDaddyWrestle and on Instagram at SigDaddy.Wrestle. Make sure to listen to my NXT TakeOver War Games review coming up next Monday, and the weekend review, the day before that, on Sunday. Until next time, this is Sig Daddy signing off. Thank you for listening, and so long, everybody.